What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, January 27th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Southside Zoe, a.k.a. Father Zoe. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto, who was nice enough to put up a green screen to... He's totally not in a holding cell. <laughs> right at the end. Can you also show us... I, 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 actually, I can put... I can be anywhere um, let, me, let me pick up my ass that most baseball fans say that the Hall of Fame is absolute joke. Those of you listening at home, yes, it's going to be uh, on iTunes soon. That auto-tune uh, montage will yes. be around. That is Aldo, a.k.a. Uh, what's that? Just T-Pain. T-Pain. <laughs> T-Pain Aldo. Did I sound like Akon? Because I did. hear myself normally. <laughs> you did. You thought you were like, Hall of Fame sucks. <laughs> All right, well, somebody decided to record you. <laughs> and, and that's Cape Fitz. What's up, dude? <laughs> I am not in an undisclosed location somewhere under a bunker. So the internet's a little bit better. But yeah, we're here. It's still a lockout. But we had great football last weekend, so there's a little bit of a taste, but there's still no baseball talk. And Carlos Correa is still talk. Oh, no, baseball We talk. actually have baseball talk this episode. We have international signings. We have so, Hall we of have Fame. Cubs free agent rumors. Cubs free agent rumors. Hall of mm. Fame garbage. We have seat at the table talk. Owners being cheap bastards. We got it all. So stay tuned, everybody. Let's just get into it. Let's tap this keg. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantees or the whole league that we here now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy. As always, this show is brought to you by Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com. Go and download the app, put on the push notifications. You'll be the first to know when a Bears hire a coach or when the lockout's over. Or What do you think happens first? Ooh, Ooh we'll get into that in a minute. There's a, a steak dinner in White Sox Twitter land wagered on this. Um, not with me. Uh, I would like steak. But um, so go download the app Sports Mockery and by us. You can always support the show. It's the pin tweet at Pinwheels Ivy Pod on Twitter. Uh, make sure you go there, show some love. You guys did a great job last year. We really appreciate it. Um, maybe we will raise enough money to bail Aldo out of jail. So at least get better Wi Fi. At least get better Wi Fi. Um, maybe he's in jail for stealing Wi Fi. Anyways, baseball. There's actual baseball news. Now, with the lockout still going on, and we'll get to that later on in the show, we did have a big uh, – ooh, we got a spammer in the chat. That's awesome. Uh, we have 
Did you guys miss the Twitter spanners, by the way? Like all the fake porn bots? Yeah, they're all gone. But if you guys want, you should definitely click that link in the YouTube chat right now. I'm sure that's 100% legit. Anyways. Kind of like the guy that came on me and Pete. <laughs> came on me and Pete's thing saying that uh, the Israeli government chopped off his penis. Ooh, and then they were cool. holding it. And then there was a whole a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, man. What is that? Von the, Rent? The yeah, whole pay rent. Yep. If you need to pay your rent, hit up Von Dunt Red. See, dude, free plug. Boom. You're part of the team now. Um, <laughs> so we had some international signings. Finally, a little bit of baseball news for those of us that have been craving just a little something. Throw us a freaking bone. They finally did. Big international sign date. Why they moved it to February or January was a huge mistake, in my opinion, for tax implications. Jane Fox uh, on Twitter did a fantastic job covering it all. Like it should be back in the middle of the year because now since it's the start of this year, like there's tax implications and payment ramifications. That's two big words. Fuck you, my sock summer. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the white Sox obviously it's been rumored forever. Homeboy's been putting it on his Instagram for, it feels like 10 years. Like it's, it, it, I've heard his name since it's, seriously, 2020. It's been unreal, but <laughs> finally putting ink to paper, Oscar Colas is on the White Sox. Now, not what people like to say. He is not 37. He, he's 23 years old. Uh, he's maybe six, 27. Maybe 27. What if he went to high school with Albert Pujols? I mean, really? Actually, it definitely could be one of those like I am 12 situations. But anyways, <laughs> Danny Almonte situation here. Anyways, he's 23. Um, bats lefty, throws lefty. He's six one, two hundred nine pounds. Damn, dude, me and him. He's a little lighter than me, but not by much. Um, well, he has all muscles though. Oh, <laughs> I think you can. Oh, for sure. Let's see it. Zell flex the flex the abs. Oh, that ain't free. Uh, <laughs> go to Pinwheels and Ivy OnlyFans if you want that. That's the OnlyFans. Yeah, show. if you guys want that OnlyFans, go get that down. Um, I do the, that's what I do the interviews in Mesh. So his scouting grades right now on the 80-grade scale, according to – this is from MLB.com, the international prospect. So before I ramble these off and you guys see, like, 80-grade everything somewhere else, this is – we're going off of MLB.com. Scouting grades, uh, he's a 55 hit. He's a 60 power, 55 run, 55 arm, 55 field. And guess what his overall is? 55. So I'm going to come right out of the gate with this. The whole Cuban Atani thing, just stop that. Don't do that. Well, I mean, yeah. the Sox already stopped that. Yeah, don't, yeah. the Sox actually, yeah, good point. The Sox, he's not going to pitch. He's an outfielder. Mm-hmm. He pitched like five times, and people were like, pitch. Cuban, and it was <laughs> yeah, all, I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Because his name came out like right after they signed uh, Uelke, or Uelkis, whatever it is, like yeah. a year and a half ago. And they're like, oh, look at this guy. This guy's going to sign up the Sox. This guy can pitch. He can hit. He's Cuban Otani, and then not a lot of people looked into the numbers. And then like, like four relief. And then two like, days ago, I think uh, I think it was Fagan was like running down. It's like, yeah, no, he's pitched five times. Like, yeah, <laughs> but apparently he has an absolute hose in the outfield. Uh, he can play all three outfield positions. Probably for the White Sox, will ideally be a right fielder. He played on some junior teams with Luis Robert, which is awesome. You know that really helps. I think speed up his timeline and it's going to really help him adjust to life in major leagues. Just don't show him dominoes. And 
uh, I think Fagan in that same tweet list there said he was hitting like mid to top nineties when they were uh, they had the gun on him for throws from the outfield, like absolute cannon out there. I think he said like ninety five. Like he could hit, he could yeah. hit ninety five. So absolute rope. Uh, in twenty nineteen, he slashed three hundred two, three fifty, five sixteen with eleven home runs in the minors for the Fukukana. Fuka, Fuka, fuck you. Soft you Hawks in you Japan. Um, yeah. But so he, I actually like the fact that he went to Japan. I think there's a little bit better competition over there. We're seeing a lot more uh, players and we're going to get to one in a moment. But um, <clears throat> although that light just adds to the you're in a cell factor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a newspaper with today's date? So yes, you can I need proof of life. Proof of life for sure. But I'm excited about this. Uh, they already Indeed. saying that he's going to be uh, stateside um, right away. Uh, so we'll probably start. I don't know. Probably high A double A. No, my Sox summer would not have pronounced that name right. So that is false, Mister Hand. Um, <laughs> but. I'm excited to see what this kid could do. I mean, like I said, it's felt like he's been a prospect for eight years, and we finally got him. Uh, do you guys got any thoughts on Oscar? Well, I was going to say the first thing, obviously, we're making the jokes about his age, but I was kind of – because, like, normally with these international signings, and it's not like, you know, even though he is coming from a Japanese team, right? It's from Japan. Yeah, he's team he's coming from. But, like, yeah, normally the, the guys like we see, the older guys that we see signing for them are, like, you know, guys from Japan or Korea, like in their mm-hmm. mid to late 20s or 30. But I was a little surprised to see that he was 23 because normally talking about this international signing period, it's like they're teenagers. They're like 16, 17. But so my question is like, is there a time, like the timetable is obviously like he's going to be up like this season, right? Or is there? No, he, they said they're, yeah, they're going to get him stateside right away. They're going to start him out in either high A, double A ball and – Go from there. I and mean, then, second question: yeah. Do you is he ranked ahead of Suspetis? In the White Sox system? Yeah. Uh, like, what's that comp like? I have not seen the updated. I mean, he was the number five overall international prospect. Right. Um. So let me. I don't think they've updated the team list. If they did, it's behind a paywall, and that's why we need you guys to donate. <laughs> um. Or just send us your account password. Yeah, just send us Or I will send yeah, a screenshot. They, <laughs> you won't yeah. fish any of your other accounts, we promise. They didn't update it. I mean, right now they have Cespedes as the number two. The last update has Cespedes as the number two okay. prospect in the White Sox. God, the White Sox farm is so bad. Because I mean, uh, if, if he has a 50, if he has a 55 grade, I mean, he has to be up there. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, let me go back. T- I mean, they have Cespedes on. They have him as a 50 grade. Yeah. So, so. I got to imagine. Yeah, that's a good call right there. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, he's, so we're definitely talking about, and again, I guess we're talking about like a weird system for the Sox because the guys who you know we knew that made up the powerhouse minor league system that they had, they're up already, mm-hmm. or with the Cubs, um, <laughs> and <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, it's like you always want to see them adding as much talent as they want. At this point, it seems if whenever you hear any top Cuban prospect that's coming over, at this point, you have to assume. He's going to sign with the Sox. I think the only guy that they, they didn't get on was the UNS Cespedes, right? Because he went with uh, Oakland. Yeah, like, it seems day, like every other top shooting guy yeah. has been with the Sox. Uh, actually, 
this dude, uh, Val Vaquero, Christian yeah, Vaquero. He's a 55 overall. He's from Cuba too. Uh, I think he went to the Nationals, I believe. Oh, okay. He was the number two rated uh, international prospect. Let me see. Yes, he went to the Nationals for ooh, cool five million. Good for him, kid. Get that fuck. He's the highest paid international signing. Get that money, kid. That's probably why the White Sox blocked on him. Uh, but he's an outfielder too. I mean, they already had uh, Oscar lineup, and then their second guy that we he picked up that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, they basically the White Sox already picked up two good outfielders, and so they. I mean, I guess for a team whose farm system is completely depleted, I'd rather take two top middle guys than just one top guy. Does that make sense? Like they yeah. really got to start pumping these numbers, dude. Yeah, I'm just here for the burger fry colas jokes. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's coming. Short. Speaking of jokes, uh, it's very hilarious. Uh, you know, we, we talk about like funny names in English, but funny names in Spanish. The Slacks are racking up a couple hilarious ones. We already, everybody that talks about Jose Abreu's nickname being yep. slang for penis in some yep. uh, Latin American uh, countries. Um, and then Colas, I mean, that's like straight slang for like ass. So, oh, really? Hilarious. Did not know that. <laughs> now I do. Learn something new every day. See, kids, listen to Pinwheels and Ivy, learn new shit. Uh, I, I guess it's, like a, it's, it's directly tail or tails, you know, to us, mm-hmm. but uh, also slang for ass. And see, Alex is right here. I, I mean, the Sox Maybe. system is Colson, Vera, Rodriguez, and a, just a hundred yards of shit. Like, what happened that, to your boy, um, uh, the pitcher? Montgomery. He's number. He's their top prospect. No, the, right the, the, oh, the kid. The high school pitcher. He got hurt though, right? Yeah. Yeah. He got hurt. Yeah. Um, but that's why I think it's so funny when, like, I'm. I've said it a million times on the show. One of the fun parts about being a fan is putting together like fake trade proposals and like, you know, all this stuff. But like there comes a point where like you're wasting your time with these, like some of these trade proposals, people are like, Oh, the white Sox could just trade Andrew Vaughn and these three prospects. No, stop right there. The white Sox have no prospects that anybody really wants right now, besides like Cespedes and probably Colas now. And we don't even know what Oscar Colas is going to be. He can easily come over to the States and fucking suck. I don't think that's going to happen. And like but speaking of prospects, like you mentioned it the other day, we're, we're uh, in our other chat talking about just like all these lists that are coming out. There are zero, zero uh, White Sox even, like anywhere near the uh, top 100 prospect list Not for even, any publication. I don't even think they'd be top 150, <laughs> top 200. Yeah, no. Uh, this is a very scary comment here from a friend, Beeflo. Jerry Kelly is now fatter than my Sox summer after the 108 weight loss. That's not great out of one of your top prospect pitchers. Next, Bobby Jenks. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I hope he's still got gas. <laughs> Um, and then the other thing is, you know, I've seen people, it's another thing that I find funny is the White Sox sign Colas and people are already either like anointing him, like the next Mike Trout, or they're saying this is a terrible signing. You don't, no one knows that. No one knows. He hasn't took one at bat on American soil yet. You know what I mean? Like you can make opinions you can have theories but that's all fine and good and like i enjoy the conversation but when you come out there and you're just like yo this side this this kid's gonna be fucking amazing or this kid's gonna blow you, you that's not fat like you can't sit there solid like that like you played in japan and in cuba it's not the same as the baseball here like the game's the same but it's just not 
I don't know how to. That's really the thing. The game yeah. is the same, but it's not like because exactly. like the game, like the guy that we're gonna talk about a little later for the Cubs. Like we can say all, look at the numbers and be like, you know, this guy does this, this, and that, and it's great. But when you when you come to MLB, it is it is completely different. Like it, yes. it just is. Yeah, I mean, you have life on the road. There's so much things. So yeah, and but, yeah, that's just the on-field stuff. The other stuff, just getting acclimated to a new country. You know, right. having a new language being like basically around you for most of the time is new, you know, staying away from the dominoes, <laughs> all of that on top of, you know, adjusting to a higher level of, uh, of opponents that you're going to face. Yep. And I, so just going, to, going down, uh, you know, the, the prospect rankings, then the next international sign we need to talk about brings us to the Cubs, which the 18th ranked overall prospect, a shortstop out of the Dominican Republic, uh, Alexis Hernandez, that's a big pickup for the Cubs. Well, if I, you recognize the name, they already have his older brother, Christian, who may be the best prospect in the entire Cubs organization. I'm all for it because, as I mentioned with Oscar earlier, having that someone there, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's going to help. You know what I mean? Like, And then just the the position stuff. Just keep getting all these shortstops. I love it. Because, right. like, I mean, Kevin, Kevin, you know as well as anyone, you know, being a coach – most of the time, your most athletic guy, most versatile guy is going to be at shortstop at a young age, and then they can just move around the diamond. I mean, that shit starts at T-ball, dude. You put the more yeah. best, most, most, bleh, most athletic kid at shortstop. Uh, yeah. and that's going- when you get those guys like that, too, they become projectable in the sense that you can move. Like, Let's be honest. Javi Baez was not drafted as a shortstop. Javi Baez was actually drafted as a third baseman. Javi Baez then started his career as a second baseman with with the, the big, big league club and ended up a shortstop. Like Those guys yep. are built to move around the diamond based on need and the guy that excels the most takes the spot and the rest of the guys filter in and find their spots outside of that. Some of these guys that are shortstops, you may see them out in center field sooner or later. So I mean, that's a- <laughs> this is a good comment from Alex. When Patty can no longer overpay 23 year old Cubans with the international draft in the new CBA. So <laughs> our friend Alex, which he's entitled to his opinion and I get the age thing is a little scary. You know, he's not a big fan of society, which I'm all about, but um, going back to Hernandez, his scouting grades, again, from MLB.com, 50 hit, 50 power, 55 run, 55 arm, uh, 50 in the field overall of 55. He's 17 years old, 6'1", 155 pounds, bats and throws righty. Stack him up, man. I, I think it's a great signing for the Cubs, and I think, yeah, why not at this point? And I really, really like the fact that they already have his brother in the system. I don't think people put enough emphasis on this because, as we were just mentioning, although it's different and it's a whole new country, a whole new everything, and to be able to show up and be like, there's my brother. He's going to show me around. You know what I mean? And just like with Oscar, there's Luis Robert. I know him. You know, like, that's my dude. Like, I know him. (laughs) Yes, it's going to help, dude. It's, It's Seriously, it's going to help. Uh, do you guys got any more on him, or should we go to the next one? You can go to the next one. All right, the next one, we're going to cruise down the rankings a little bit more. Oh, for the record, the homeboy with the clubs, Alexis, he got $1.3 million, and Oscar got $2.7 million from the White Sox. And then going down, the the last one in the top 50, if you will, or I'm sorry, top. we got one more in the top 50. Mm-hmm. But um, the 28th-ranked overall, Eric Hernandez, an outfielder from the Dominican Republic got a million dollars from the White Sox, and he—it's wild. A Twelve-year-old. 
Oh my God, bro. Oh my God. Yeah, he looks like, a, <laughs> so, he looks like a eighth grader coming in for Junior Legion. So before we get to that, he's actually 17. He bats and throws okay. lefty, uh, six feet tall, 170 pounds. He's another 55 overall. 60 hit. Apparently, he's a fucking very good hitter. 60 hit, 55 power, 50 run, 50 arm, 50 fielding. Can play all three of the fields. If you're a fan of this show or if you've watched more than a couple episodes, especially around the draft, you know how much I absolutely hate when they do unrealistic player comps to these kids. <laughs> this poor kid signs on the dotted line for the White Sox. I saw four different blogs. He's being compared to Juan Soto. Get the oh, fuck God. out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Stop doing this to kids. Stop doing it because there's a fucking million meatballs now where if this kid doesn't come out and hit 40 bombs in minor leagues right now, I thought he was Juan Soto. It's like, I don't stop. Well, that's just like, uh, that's just like last year when the Cubs before, before the Cubs even officially signed Christian Hernandez, there was the article. I think it was baseball America. um, I think it was baseball America. And it was like, you know, it's compared to Manny Machado and Alex Rodriguez. It's like, cool. Dude, he's well, 17 years old, man. The kid in his signing picture looked like he was signing a contract and then going to, like, the fucking park to go swing on the swings or something. I, I tweeted out his eighth-grade graduation is going to be lit. It's got, like, 500 likes because he looks like a baby, dude. Well, it's, uh, when they, and they, they, they people continually use those comps. And, and the comps are fine in, in one sense where you're just trying to, like, let someone a gauge of the type of ball player they are. But, like with those guys getting those types of, of comps or the dude in New York, the guy that looks like Johnny Bravo, where he's like just all muscle, all upper body. And like, and then those little skinny little legs where he's actually pretty fast, but he's the next Mike Trout. That's not fair. That's no, not fair to that guy. Stop doing that shit. Like, and, and that shit will weigh on them because it was, it, it follows them wherever they go because yep. people will continue to say you were supposed to be the next and you're only this. Well, no, you're just who you are. Like, yep. but apparently if you go to school on this kid, uh, he he's really good at the dish. Um, the exact quote is: Hernandez has a very adjusted approach at the plate and has shown the ability to adjust. He also displayed the ability to handle himself against right-handed and left-handed pitching, which is rare for a prospect of his age. Physically, he's lean and athletic. Yeah, lean and athletic. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put. It. He's got a twelve-year-old body, but yeah, the the comps are one hundred. Alex, yes, I one hundred percent agree. Projectable. <laughs> Yeah, the clicks, it's for clicks and clicks and clicks. And I just, I hate it. It, it drives, it's one of the things in this world that drives me absolutely crazy because, as we mentioned before, these kids see this and, yeah, beef love, they get clicks. So when you see the 108 article saying Oscar Colas could be the next Babe Ruth, that's our fault. Um, but yeah, and then we actually have one more top 50. Like, they did pretty good. Um, we got to start. The, the Sanchez kid was a 43, I think. Yeah, number 43 overall, Adam Sanchez, it, just an infielder, plays a couple positions. Uh, he's from Panama. He got $1.5 million for the Cubs. Um, again, stack them up, man. Stack them up. Uh, you know what I love about the international free agents, too, is They're projecting him as a third baseman. Is that you look at these guys and, and we really don't know what the hell they are. Other, so this is where oh. the scouting department comes through. It's not like high school baseball where. These kids are running around doing the club circuit. So you, you know, they're going to college. Or if they're going to college, you, you're seeing them develop. Over time. These guys are basically not necessarily popping out of left field, but for a lot of 
you know, scouting, it, it, it's comfort in being able to see these guys on a regular basis. So it, you really have to trust your your international scouts basically have to be your best now because you can find you could you could get all three of these could be superstars one day. You don't even you really don't know because the projectability is is really just is it fast twitch? It you know, are do they have good break off the line? You know, what what is their foot speed? What is their what is their linear? You know, are they able to move? Uh and you know, how is their footwork? But not necessarily is their footwork correct, but how quick are their feet? So you've got all these things that you take into consideration, then arm strength and 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 how they, you know, even how they hit a baseball is fixable. You're looking at the projectables and you're looking at how these guys are. And so you need, I just, I think that it's such an underrated aspect of the game now. I think that these guys have to be your best scouts because in, in the U.S., to be honest, there's enough fucking showcase scouts. All these kids are overexposed at this point. Most of these young prospects have been, shown over time playing in tournaments playing in, in in these showcases that they go to and and all the aflac and the at this point there's no real question marks because they're, they're seen but these guys don't get that much stuff they're working maybe at the academy or they're working somewhere on a smaller lower scale so you've got to trust your guys that are there to choose those guys whereas these guys i mean it's pretty common knowledge who the best 25 that is are. weird dude alex i'm glad you brought this up so on one list on mlb.com they show him as a catcher on this other article. They have just INF for infielder. And then in this article I pulled up, they said he could possibly play third. He's versatile folks. For Adam Sanchez. Yeah. So don't get no, mistaken no, 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 no. with the other Adam Sanchez. Cause when you pull that up, it's actually a, uh, an American singer. No, Aiden. Uh, it's A-D-A-N Sanchez. Adan. That's really weird, dude. I think I did hear it. I mean, I the kid's six, he's, six, he's 16, dude. <laughs> His, that's, what's, that's what's also fun about all these. I mean, it's just the same thing with the Colas. It's, it's the same with literally anyone that hasn't played MLB baseball. This guy could be good. They could not. It's just – Bro, I, I, The only thing that's good is, like, the younger they are, it's, it's just the more you get to, you know, hold off on those expectations that keep rising – Depending on how good or not they do in the minor leagues, that's the only difference. This is like the first sixteen years old and like the twenty-two year old. It totally oh. makes that point though about like how we don't really know what these guys are going to be because even those three different publications don't <laughs> fucking know what these guys are going to be. So I, I, I'm, the majority <laughs> I of them know. do say catcher, um, but yeah, I think I did see a catcher. This is the first paragraph on his write-up on MLB.com. Just three years ago, Sanchez led his Panamanian team to the Little League World Series. Yeah. <laughs> now he's on the cusp of fulfilling his dream of going pro. He's a he's fucking 16, star on ESPN. But uh, apparently he's got an absolute hose, dude. Like, he, he's another one that's got a cannon for an arm. Actually, yeah, you know what? We, oh my we, God, we, need to start, we need to start scouting these Little League World Series games in the summer. Can, can, I, show you guys, can I share my screen real quick and show you how big he is at the Little League World Series? He's one of those kids that you look at and you're like, yeah, right. Like, hold on. Let me. <laughs> yep. This is great. Like, he's huge. So as, as Alex pointed out, this is the last paragraph on the write-up. The offense first prospect has seen action at pitcher and third base, but it's, it's his potential behind the plate that makes him most appealing. So you guys either got a third baseman, a pitcher, or a catcher. Uh, as a catcher, he shows athleticism and emergent defensive skills with potential for a plus arm. So okay. basically the kid could just play. Like, fuck, dude. You'll find a spot. If you got a guy that's good, that has, like, the tools, that's athletic enough, and he's 16, by the time he's old enough to play in the major leagues, you'll find a spot for him if he's that yeah. good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
to what Kevin's saying, like how fast he is off the line, arm strength, stuff like that, you'll find a spot for him. I mean, the White Sox are just, they have a glaring need in right field, and that's where, yeah, or Cespedes, or Sheets, or Larry Garcia, Burger, I don't give a fuck, just anybody not named Adam Eaton. So Adam Angle. <laughs> sure. I don't I mean fuck, dude. But I don't know. Those overall, conversations are gonna be fun in a month. If I can get this to work, if this works, this is what he looks like. I'm not sure if Nope. Alright, never mind. For some We're reason. Gonna I get can't for this. No, no, it just won't let me my for some reason I gotta change my security settings. It is saying that this is a. Uh, Unsafe. Um, Damn, what are you show? What are you trying yeah, to show? Were, were, you, were you having some Kevin time? And <laughs> no, no, to, uh, was saying that, that Chrome can't share the screen from Streamyard, so there's um, a Streamyard glitch right there. Um, so he's like he's like literally at first base, and he's it's like here, it's like a powering everyone. Here, I can pull up his video scouting report. Well, it's just him from the Little League World Series, specifically against Japan. I just thought that was really funny how like huge he is. But well, let me pause this stream. Share my screen. Yep, we're a big tech podcast, everybody. Uh, yep. Hold on, let me do this. Share. You guys see it? Three years ago. There you go. Panamanian team for the Little League World Series. Now, he's on the cusp of fulfilling his dream of turning pro. Who's he narrating this? Because of his just, it has to be like an intern. <laughs> and that's exactly why scouts love him. Not only can he... Wait, pause it, though. Pause it, though. But Sanchez... This guy's 25. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's not 16. That dude can easily... That dude can buy this beer. This is a whole grown-ass man. That dude can buy beer. No card whatsoever. Holy shit. Yes, this is actually the podcast, our podcast listeners' favorite part of this program is when we show videos that they can't see. That's why everyone, you can tune in afterwards on YouTube. Yeah. Go watch it on YouTube, everybody, and then click subscribe and all the other buttons. Or wait, what are you supposed to say? Uh, Smash the bell bell and And, fist the follow button and all that other fun stuff. I don't think you should be fisting anything, to be honest. No, you fist it good. Unless you're into it. And if it's your anniversary, you get two. Um, and you guys, but, Alex, I think all those all those videos on MLB.com is just someone reading the scouting report. And it, sound, it literally video. sounded like a twelve year old, like someone's kid was reading that. <laughs> it's like, Dad, I need to do my uh, my my reading practice. Sure, just read the scouting report into this. Oh, there we month. go. Yumper knows, and and smash the like button on yes. the YouTube video. Hammer that like button. Hammer it like you did last night. Just hammer it like you've been in prison for ten years and you just got out. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you know, my girlfriend's been gone for like four days, so now I'm Oh, there you go. Smash it like Kevin's going to in yes. Smash it like Kevin's poor right hand. Um <laughs> but yeah, I mean <laughs> jokes on you. I did, the I did the stranger. <laughs> Sorry. What? But yeah, uh I think overall is a pretty good internet. Well, as much as you can think it's a good because again, no one knows, but it was nice to see the Cubs and the White Sox get Two top fifty guys, each. Yeah, it was some. It was baseball, man. I was just can't, happy to can't see. wait. Can't wait yes. to shit out. I mean, a couple of years, you know. Oh, I can't wait to call us the hugest boss. Like, <laughs> yep. Oh my goodness, great gracious! I can't um, wait, dude. 
Um, beef has, I mean, spell check works too, but I don't know. Master beating sounds more like what somebody does if they're a DJ and they don't wear pants, but yep. you know, master yeah, beating. Was, we don't progress. need to talk about eighth grade again. Um, so it's a tape delay. The other <clears> thing <throat> that I think we should bring up now, because I feel like this is going to take up a chunk of the show. Oh, God, it's so stupid. David Ortiz is the only guy that got into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So the reason why that's significant, I do want to say before we get into anything, David Ortiz deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. That, and that, honestly, I, I, that's what made me annoyed about it, is like I was annoyed. Like it was misdirected because like, like, yeah, David Ortiz like it, should, is a Hall of Famer, but the, yep. he's the only one. While he was also accused, and you know, he was on that one of the lists, he, he failed the test, dude. And he, he was on the he, same list as Sosa, wasn't he? No, he failed the test, I think, didn't he? Yeah, no, Sosa he failed, never, he Sosa failed. Bonds, like those guys Bonds never, never failed, failed the, test. the test. <laughs> Sosa was the player that failed the test, but they had to remain anonymous. Like, right, he, right, right. He no, did fail Poppy, the test. Poppy pissed hot. Oh, okay. Yeah. He yeah. didn't take like, no, that was Manny that had the, the female yeah. hormone stuff, no, right? Poppy pissed hot, straight up. And he got in. I think he deserve. I believe he should be a Hall of Famer. I think he is a Hall of Famer. It sucks that he got in in this cycle, and it was completely overlooked by the guys that did not get in and are now off the ballot because they were on for so long they didn't get voted in. And they're not going to get in because the, the the Hall because it goes on to the Veterans Committee. They fucking hate all the steroid guys. Yes. So these Bonds is never going to get. Clemens is never going to get in. Uh, Resident fact checker too. Alex Root says Bonds and Clemens never failed. Oh, so it's Ortiz did, and that's the there thing you is, you know what Bonds and Clemens got dinged? Investigations. Yeah. <laughs> they were never. They never tested positive as players, but they were tried. Not. I mean, not even in a court. I mean, did did either of them get charged and then convicted of anything, or was it just optics of people hearsay and what say? Uh, Jose well, so, Bonds was in the court because uh, the fucking Belco guy. Belco guy. Yep. And then Clemens was, was one like, his wife was in it too or something. Yeah. But here's the deal. Dave Ortiz had a great baseball career, but he definitely got in the Hall of Fame because he was very, very media friendly. Very friendly with the media. Just big smile. Had this, this is our fucking city speech in Boston. You know, it means the world to Red Sox fans. I get it. He had a great career. Uh, World Series MVP, three-time uh, World Series winner, a bunch of other accolades like he was he's a hall of fame dh he really is how you can let him in and not let barry bonds in blows my mind <laughs> absolutely I, blows my mind i saw this stat it was so uh for fan graphs for all-time war on fan graphs bonds is number two overall a rod is 13th i think mm-hmm. the their difference in war is Basically the same as David Ortiz's career war. <laughs> Yet, guess who's never going to get in? The number two in 13 all time. The The conversation should start and end with, is Barry Bonds a Hall of Famer with, the man had 500 fucking home runs and 500 stolen bases, and he's the only motherfucker to ever do that. Let me read this. Let me read this. This Because this one is like, this is the fucking resume right here. 14-time MLB All-Star, 12-time Silver Slugger Award, Eight-time Gold Glove Award, seven-time National League MVP, three-time National League Hank Aaron Award, two-time National League Batting Champion, two-time National League Home Run Leader, and here we go: seven hundred sixty-two career home runs, seventy-three in a season, two thousand five hundred and fifty-eight walks, 
232 walks in a single season, a 609 on base percentage in a single season, and an 863 slugging percentage in a single season. And I'm sure if we looked at his OPS in those seasons, it would probably be like 17. So and he had 500 home runs and 500 stolen bases. Yep. It's absolutely insane. You can't, it's hard to create a video game character that can do that. Like, that's insane, dude. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame's purpose is to tell the story of baseball for generations. How do you tell the story of baseball without Barry Bonds or John Dowd? But it's the media darling stuff. This is, I mean, I think, yeah. we, I mean, it's, it's the media bias from Boston and how these guys, some of these guys buddy up to the media. So the perception, how the opter, you know, you got David Ortiz is always on the field at, you know, Lambeau during Packer games. And he's always buddying up and hanging out with these. He's the friendly guy that everyone loves. John Lester is too. Let's be honest. That's John Lester's thing too. He's, these guys love him because they've partied with these guys too. And they, you know, Bonds, Clemens, those guys wanted nothing to freaking do with the media at all during their time as a player. That factors into this. It's honestly so, it, it, how they were covered and how they, you know, what they didn't give. And I mean, for a guy that before he even got to uh, um, San Francisco in his first seven years, 176 jacks and almost 600 RBIs, 251 stolen bases in his first seven years. I, um, just I don't know. He was already. Like I was gonna say, good. like for, for for the like for future, uh, you know, for future voting purposes or whatever. So like, is Justin Verlander not going to be a Hall of Famer because he was on that Astros cheating team? I have no idea. Well, no, actually, with the hypocrisy of the BBWAA, <laughs> yeah, he'll probably be first ballot. Right? Like, we have, like, players Players have said, like, the, what the Astros didn't, like, what, I mean, obviously it was going around the league, but, like, that was seen in the eyes of players as worse than, like, steroid use. This, if anything, though, this was a huge W for people that think that Hall of Fame voting should be taken out of the only writers can vote. Right. So, I mean, Jub says this too. He says he asked Kaplan a while ago why Ortiz and not Sosa said one was nice to the media and the other wasn't. That just doesn't make sense to me, though. <laughs> because Sammy was the darling of the media when all this was going on. His teammates fucking hated him, but Sammy was the darling of the media. They were There was 12, 15, 20 people around his locker every well, day. Well, that's the thing, Kevin. And he was always saying the right things. Sammy was a media whore. Like, he knew well, where the camera well, was. Well, that's all the time. thing, Kevin. This, this is all just all hypocrisy left and right. Because yeah. who's the fucking face of baseball for those five years after after baseball was completely dead from 94? McGuire. It was Sosa. It was McGuire. Oh, one. Bonds was hitting 73 while, you know, got, like all <laughs> they well, use these guys. They hoard them out. It's like, hey, <laughs> we're going to turn a blind eye. Are you telling me that they didn't know? Of course they fucking Here's knew a fun what stab. these guys were doing. Here's a fun stab David Ortiz, career OBP. 380. Barry Bonds' career OBP, if you turned all 762 of his home runs into outs, 384. <laughs> Same. I mean, dude, and Alex got a great point here, too. Alex, I'm so glad you're back in the comments, but he said we got our first test of that next year with Beltrain on the ballot, and we're going to see, you know, what happens. And I do want to kind of circle back to something. I'm good with Roger Clemens not being in the Hall of Fame because I know the girl later recanted her story and said, like, we didn't have the affair until I was 18. There was still a lot of creepy shit going on there, man. And I get, yeah, the whole Clemens and the underage girl thing. And I know people aren't going to want to hear this, but Pete Rose too, dude. Look it up. It's it's not great. 
it's not just gambling keeping him out anymore, I don't think. But that's I told you how he came like. to that camp that I was working yeah. back in San Diego State, and he comes out and he introduces himself for the big speech that he's going to give to the kids. And he has a woman with him, obviously, and he didn't even fucking joke. He's like, hi, I'm you know Pete Rose. This is my mistress, blankety blank. I'm like, did he just fucking say mistress? And I'm looking at one of the other coaches. He's like, yeah, he's not even hiding. I'm like, I don't. Oh, you know, I, I don't think it's about. I don't think younger, it's about mistress, but she wasn't like a. She wasn't like a teenager. She was. I don't like care about she, in I her forties. If they're gonna cheat on their wives, that's on them. But like, he's the cheating on your wife with girls under eighteen that doesn't really sit right with me. Anyways, so that's well, why that, I'm, if, if he'd have done that when he was like twenty eight, she would definitely would have been way underage. Yep. If he'd have done with I the saw, mistress. <laughs> I, also saw, I saw a Cubs fan bring this up too, like after all the like these results came out, and they're like, I mean, I was uh, I was done. Like this, I'm paraphrasing what he said. He's like, I was done with the Hall of Fame, you know, after how dirty they did Ron Santa. It's like a Hall of Fame guy, and then they wait until after he dies. I'm like, all right, Hall of Fame. Same with uh, who the White Sox. Minnie Minosa, yeah. Minnie Minosa, yeah, same thing. Like, there's so many things things wrong with the Baseball Hall of Fame that it's turned into a complete joke, which is sad. The Hall of Fame when we were kids was like the most sacred thing in the world, and now it's a complete fucking joke. And it's not just because of this year. I'm not just salty because of Bonds, which it's still fucking ridiculous, but – it's been years leading up to this. It's it's a fucking joke, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he was the only one too. Like that, and again, like David Ortiz is well deserved, but like the fact that he was the only one, like come on. And I mean, I thought it was cool that Pedro Martinez was standing right behind him with his hand on his shoulder while he took the call. Like that's that's good stuff right there, man. Those are lifelong teammates, bros, two of the best to ever do it. Well, not really Ortiz, but Pedro. But I'm just saying, like that's any other year that's. You're going to see a million tweets, a million stories about that. This year, all you saw was like Boston guys writing about it because everybody else was so focused on who didn't get in. Yeah. And And that's unfair. It it really is unfair. And I feel bad about that. Like, that sucks, dude. But another really positive thing that did come out of this, I mean. Burley. Yeah. Mark Burley. Mark Burley got like 5.8% of the votes or whatever. So he's going to stay on the ballot. Does he ever get in? I highly doubt it, but he's going to still be on the ballot, which good for him, man. How come John Lester hasn't been inducted already? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they need to make another statue or plaque or something. (laughs) I did did read somebody saying, why why don't the Giants like sign Barry Bonds to a short-term contract? He comes out and plays like a game in right field, and then they pull him, and all of a sudden now five more years he's eligible to be on the ballot, right? (laughs) I would absolutely love that. Like any team, any any team should do that. Like, AL fucking, like the Miami Marlins. You want to yeah. sell some tickets? Just sign Barry Bonds for like a week. An AL team should do it. Let him DH like a game. Hey, DH is to I bet oh, you he yeah. hit 250 minimum. I bet you he hit – even now he hit 250 minimum. The dude had 1,000 more walks than strikes. They walked him with the bases loaded. Multiple yeah, times. <laughs> they yeah. intentionally walked – they were so scared of this man. Grown men who are professionals at the sport was so scared of this man – that they just gave a run just to not deal with them. Yep. I mean, it's insane. The, 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 the Barry, Bonds, Barry Bonds early 2000s stats, like, go right up there with, like, the Tony Gwynn stats. You know, like, whenever those go viral, like, those two are right up there. But it's how, like, fucking stupid they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's – I still – I mean, the, my biggest thing is the – the Hall of Fame should tell the story of baseball, and you cannot tell the story of baseball without Barry Bonds. Nope. You can't. 
And I'm going to go to I'm going to go to my great grave believing that steroids don't hit a curveball. Nope. I'm going to I will continue to hold I will die on that hill. Steroids don't swing the bat. Well, and, and it's different too because everybody was doing it in that yeah. era. Yep. They were hitting home runs off of pitchers that were juiced up out of their fucking minds. And that, everything like, that's was the balanced thing. out. Everything was balanced out. Everybody down the line. Pitchers. And that's the thing. With with Ortiz making it now, now they're just picking and choosing. It's like, well, I mean, he was on the list, but, you know. But he cool was cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want you to say, too, that steroids was more beneficial for pitchers than it was for hitters because the recovery bounced back after after throwing a, you know seven or eight innings. Yep. That'll keep you bouncing back a lot quicker. I mean, hit offense, you know, as a, as a position player, there's a grind, but that's really more in the gym. It's not going to get you when you're in, or on, on, on the field, whereas on the field, you're, you're taking some HGH, you're going to be ready. Instead of having to sit out three or four days, you got the fountain of youth. You're ready to go on day two. I mean, Bonds was such a badass that even when he didn't agree to be in baseball games, they made a dude named John Dowd for him. Yep. And if you if anybody used to play those old baseball games on the first Xbox, John Dowd is a legend. Like, I'm talking like Michael Vick in Madden, John Dowd in those MLB games. He was a 99 everything. And it was so funny, though. They just made him a white dude. And he just hit bombs, dude. And he was 99 speed, 99 power, 99 hit. Like, you couldn't be the Giants when you play with your buddies. Because it's like, no, you can't be the, you can't bet John Dowd. Like, I don't know. I was probably the most realistic player rating ever. For- yeah. I was. <laughs> Not since baseball yeah. stars have we had such accurate ratings. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I don't have too much else to say about it. I just – I wasn't even, like, mad. It was just, like, disappointing because, like I said, when you were a kid, the Hall of Fame was, like, the most sacred of sacred things. And now I sit here, a grown man, kind of, on the outside at least, and it's a joke, and it sucks. I did read a really good tweet um, – I want to say it was full count Tommy um, about how to fix this too. And it was the idea of coming up with weighted voting that includes not only media, veterans, players, having it be more than just the, the baseball writers alone as the deciding factor because of, because of now it's, it's blatantly obvious that the, the bias is there. It exists. They've proven it. Yes. In this case, the idea of, of, of at least neutralizing an overabundance of, oh, you were mean to the media, so we're going to punish you type of punishments, which is going to be frequent. It happens all the time. Now you can say, hey, veterans, guys that played against them, guys that have played with them, people that actually can be more of a judge of on-the-field product. A lot of these baseball writers never got to see these guys play in person. They saw them on TV, because but they were some of these guys are yeah. so young, they weren't even around. Like So I don't know. It just it, it, maybe I'm something that can weight it down and, like, and, and, and neutralize that much control that those guys, those pencil pushers, those – you know the those scribes have say, on, on, say on nerds say nerds you can say nerds i mean think <laughs> about this people like paul sullivan really that that are mad the people in the press box those guys are deciding who gets into the greatest place that a baseball player can be a honest. sacred place yep. like, well, no, no. it's not even that it's guys who haven't even covered baseball in years are voting right. yeah it's like what dude i'm all for the the voting spread out outside of the writers. And I mean, it was crazy though, for the first time ever, we saw not only veteran and retired MLB players tweeting out like this is bullshit. You're a hall of famer in our eyes. Do players from other sports, other professional athletes were tweeting out like this is, they're doing Barry Bonds so dirty. Like, how can you not do this? Like it's crazy, man. I I just, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. But 
what are you going to do? The other thing in the world of baseball is uh, the Players Association and the owners are actually, they're talking, guys. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, they actually started meeting with each other to discuss the baseball. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the exact numbers. There was some movement, if bit. you will. A step Little in the bit. right direction, if you will. But I got to. Not even uh, close. Though. They're not even close. Contrary to what anybody reports, they're not even close. They're, they're not close. Oh, no. Um, no, no one's reporting. They're close. <laughs> oh, no. Somebody somebody from Miami, someone that a Miami blue check mark uh, well, has a wrong. Yankee source in the clubhouse that says that this is all is done and it's the lawyers that are stretching it out for money. And so I texted, you know, a couple of people and not even close to done. They haven't even touched on big issues yet. But it was a step in the right direction. What? But what was it where baseball asked for like a hundred something million, and the owners were like, "We'll give you 10. Oh, oh. I'm <laughs> trying to pull it up. I can't find it. I God just remember it. the I just remember the uh, minimum salary talk. Uh, players wanted like seven fifty, I think. How about yes. that, though? Ten sports writers, ten managers, executives, and ten Hall of Famers, and five baseball historians. Ooh, anything's better than what they currently oh. have. Ken Burns yeah. get a vote. Does Ken Burns get a vote? Because I'm that guy I'm, had 800 followers. LOL. See, there we go. Kevin, stop, stop, uh, stop believing these fake accounts. And a blue yeah. check mark. Stop, stop believing doesn't, these, that uh, doesn't carry as much weight as it used matter? To. Yeah, I have a blue check. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Although, tap, tap, tap. Case closed. Uh, <laughs> come on, someone give me the numbers. I'm very Let's upset. Look up, look up Heyman or somebody. And habitual beef loaf dunker on her. Jeff Passan does not have a clear. Someone had a clear tweet breaking it all down. I mean, God beef beef was had the numbers exactly in his argument. Beef, yep. what are the numbers? That was actually really good. <laughs> Why do I feel like the negotiations have gone like um, Bernie Mac and uh, Billy Bob Thornton in Bad Santa? Every time they're like 70 30, half. Uh, 60-40. Half. You know, 55-45? Half. Okay, well, here's one of them. Here's one. I got I got one of them from John Heyman. Uh, MLB Players Union offered to decrease the revenue sharing increase they requested from big markets to small from $100 million to $30 million. MLB, men, meanwhile, is staying steadfast and saying revenue sharing formula will remain the same. Management source predicts union will give this up in trade. Okay. So, again, as always, the players are always going to have to concede. Yep. MLB owners are always going to fucking win even when they quote-unquote lose. So I have no clue. And, and you know what? That, whatever, whatever that tweet was, obviously this is all about money. Like the big changes, oh, yeah. we've talked about this. It's going to take years because the system is so broken. They have to take it step by step. So at this point, I think the big thing they're working on is just like the minimum salary for players, uh, like an arbitration, stuff like that. It's extremely disappointing to me, on, obviously on a personal level, that they bitched out on the uh, the service time and just caved immediately, basically. So everything go. that they encouraged Chris to do, suing and all that stuff which came with encouragement from the mlbpa now officially he's been fucking left out into the wind uh without a cape blanket or any kind of crotch protection so uh, that that's disappointing to me for that reason just because of the the fact that he went out and tried to do something to bring attention to it and they, they go get him buddy and uh 
now when it came to actually the time to make the change, they fucking bitched out. And I don't so, know. So here's a, here's a good summary from uh, the owner of Beef Loaf, Jeff Passan. This is from yesterday. ML agree, MLB accepted agreed to accept parameters of a pre-operation bonus pool for top 30 war, which I want to talk about that in a minute. MLBPA seeking 105 million. The league countered with, we'll give you 10. Uh, MLB offered minimum raise to 615. MLBPA wants 775. MLB withdrew offer to change arbitration structure basically so they can redo everything. So this is the big argument too. And this is what prompted my tweet about advanced stats are good. Eye tests are good. Both have positives. Both have holes. Like you should use them both. But if they're going to start accepting parameters on pre-arbitration bonus pool for top 30 war players, which war are we using? Mm-hmm. Like who who's providing the war stat there? Yeah, that's kind I, of hate, a, I, I hate that too. I don't. That's a big deal. I mean, where's that coming from? We need to know because some people like the Fangraphs war, some like Baseball Reference war, like and and, both- and here's the thing. And we've talked about it when we, when we do the whole analytics versus you know eye test whatever. There, there's flawed in everything, including. The analytics side, there's flawed in how war is calculated. And like, and and stressful situations, playing in a pennant race versus being on a team that's 40 games under 500 and seeing everybody's number five every day. Like knowing the knowing why some of these players are having good seasons too. Like, so you can't say that his war is really accurate because of course Say it again now. <laughs> yeah. <Whoa. laughs> but yeah. And I'm not gonna mention names because I'm not going to go down that road, but I will say very good friend of the show, friend of mine, friend of ours, Jordan Laz, Lixkowski, he's a big advocate for advanced statistics. I saw people arguing with him that basically their argument was meth lies. Like, <laughs> yeah. so like hold on. I'll, I'll... Yeah, pull it up. I got because I actually commented on it. It uh, was the most mind-numbing argument I've ever seen. Because Jordan's like Jordan was being like his normal self, being very cool and open to everything, and he was just like, "Yeah, like it's hard numbers, you know." And does it have flaws? Absolutely, it has flaws, but it's a mathematical equation, you know. That's that's fact, you know. That's how math works. But yeah, everything can be gamed. Pick a measure, you go with it. <laughs> it's just, yeah. What did what did the guy say back to him? And I said I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to say the guy's name that Jordan was arguing with. But well, first off, he multiple times he calls Jordan dumb. Uh, yeah. You're dumber than I thought, which is hilarious. But yes, he says, uh, well, where did he go? Oh, this is just someone else just trolling him. Wow, that's a, a whole another bad comment. Mm-hmm. Where'd he go? Math. Oh, here it goes. Analytics and computers don't tell who's good and who's bad. Analytics is the biggest scam this world has ever seen. All it's done is make sports worse over time. COVID is fake and the vaccine is microchip. Stop. He didn't put that last sentence in there. That was the last part. I think I will know. No, he didn't put in that last sentence in there. (laughs) But, um, yeah, dude, like there's room in the game for analytics and advanced uh, statistics. Like it's a very good measurable thing. There's also room in the game for having the good old fashioned eye test and you know, mm-hmm. can the guy hit, can he run, can he do this? But I feel like if you want to be 
the best version of yourself as a fan, you should learn to use both. Symbiotic. Like, Symbiotic yeah. relationship between the numbers and the eye test. They, 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 they combine to tell the real story as opposed to one side of the story. That's And it, it was just hilarious to me to see people continually assault poor Jordan about how he numbers are real. Like math is Wait, a real do you, thing. Do you know how this even started, I think? Um, about people, yeah. uh, unless I'm on the wrong thread, I think it's right because there's a you video from Bobachet's dad. And no, no doing... it started with the vegan, the vegan told about. Oh, Cohen's. my own different. Oh, and, my and, different. And Jordan said, "Go get Conforto," and the guy's yeah. like, "Don't oh, yeah, get Conforto." I'd be uh, pissed okay, off. Okay. Actually, I'm having to watch him out there every game. I yeah. attend. Yeah. I take so, anyone but him, honestly. Okay, wow. So you'll just, take. Uh, it's just wild to me, man. And again, I'm not downplaying the good old eye tests. You know, whatever, but it's just how someone could say, like, math is bullshit. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, it's fucking math. I don't know. I hate math. I was not good at math, so I get paid to talk. But, yeah, I don't know. It's wild, dude. Absolutely wild. But as far as paying people, like, their livelihoods on this, like, that's, that's where I think things are really going to get weird. Because, you know, all honesty, if you're debating anything in sports or anything in just general, especially now with current topics, political-wise and stuff like that, you can take – I can form an argument, and if you give me five minutes in the internet, I will find numbers to back up my argument. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Sense. yeah. No, you can find anything to yeah. fit your whatever you want to argue, yeah. Right, because you can you can use one be set. You can because even more like the baseball reference war and the fangraphs war. You can you can look up two good players and they can oh, be completely whole, different things. This whole thing's moved anyway, so MLB yeah. dropped that pro- proposal. So you know, yeah, I I, I never like that. Yeah. Well, it's just it leaves way too much room for just chaos and bullshit. Which I know some of our listeners beef love chaos, but it's just <laughs> like that. Just you can't do that. You can't, especially with so many different types of, there's different formulas to calculate war. Mm-hmm. So if they were going to do something like this, they would need to like come out and be like, this is the formula we're using and that's it. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. F war, not B war, not any of that shit. This is it. So I think like my, my like simple, like not even just like starting so like any of the steps to like get to a solution or a long-term solution or anything that's better for the future would just be because like right now the whole thing is like you know the service time and the, the manipulation and how you know you can keep a guy down and if you do that you know you're gonna get that extra year i think it should be in like it, a guy can be from like when he's 18 to you can keep through your system through he's like 20 something right right i think it should be a set number of years and it's like all right past this sixth year no matter the age He's a free agent. You either you either wanted to he's either good enough that you wanted to sign him when he was like 23, 24, or maybe he's not that good enough and you're risking that he's gonna leave somewhere else. Get the minimum salaries up. I don't I don't even think that's that's that big of a deal from 570 to 750. Like when you especially when you calculate inflation, like that should be a nothing burger for MLB franchise. Right. Patrick Patrick Mahomes, that's right. Patrick Mahomes needs to be held accountable. As an as a part owner, as an owner, and having for an annoying ass brother, but <laughs> at the answer to that question, you hear chains. Uh, Bobo Fett's here. 
uh, younger Boba Fett's here. That's the Boba Fett chains. Sorry. I'm very confused. Bad joke from the yeah. Mandalorian. Never mind. Very, very, very confused. Um... <laughs> you didn't hear the chains in the background? Like the dog, I think the dog, one of the dogs was shaking their head or whatever. Oh. Uh, so but it sounded like getting, it came from. You were just oh. getting ready for your old lady to come home. <laughs> it's been a long four days, buddy. But leather doesn't make that sound. Wait, what? Oh. Oh. What? Um, get the gimp. Get the gimp. But yeah, I mean, that's. It was a good week because there's actual baseball news. Uh, Josh Nelson at Sox Machine did a. They did a great uh, Twitter space, which was nice because they got really deep into the nerd weeds with baseball talking and stuff like that. Like, I I just need it. I miss it. I need it. This is usually the time of year where it's Sox Fest and I'm able to, you know, meet people, do stuff. Like, and I've been lucky enough to be credentialed and, you know, see the players and walk around and stuff. And I miss that, dude. Like, I just need baseball and maybe a hug. Fuck. <laughs> uh, you guys got anything else? Ah, it looks pretty. Uh, we're gonna hang in there, and hopefully, we'll get some. You, you know, I mean, this has been fun to watch. Kind of, it's been a long off season, but also keep in mind we haven't lost any baseball yet. Not yet. I love everyone's like, I miss baseball. I'm like, nobody plays this time of year anyway. So you're really uh, missing I, the rumors was, and whatnot. Uh, I, do the, I do miss the rumors. We got questions. Fire away with the questions. I got time for this. Uh, Carrie, our very handsome friend, when baseball is indeed back and players can sign, how fast do all the dominoes fall? I hope there's tampering going on right now. I got to imagine there is. Yes. I, I got to <laughs> imagine there is. I got to imagine as soon as they flip that switch back on, within a day or two, we're going to see things drop. I'm sure they know what the ballpark is too. And like basically, and you know, these players that didn't sign before the, uh, the lockout obviously knew the lockout was coming. So that was strategically their plan all along is to probably not sign unless they were wild with a big deal. Those guys probably know what they were looking for. And obviously everyone's just waiting with bated breath to see how exactly the paperwork works with the new collective bargaining agreement. So it kind of, he was one, you know, Carlos Correa, everyone says 330, 330 million. Well, now I'm hearing 350 million. So, with the new collective bargaining agreement. This, these are things that will change based on how that drops, but they probably know like the general vicinity and they know that it could sway a couple, you know, million or a couple tens of millions either direction based on how this works. I know. Um, I have no idea who the next Louisville coach is going to be. Uh, uh, no idea. KB Tamperin. Oh, he's tampering all over the place. Kevin? I'm going to tamper. Do um, you still think he goes with the Mariners, Kevin? Uh, I, I, oh God, at this point, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I mean, Seattle, they were hot. Um, I know that uh, it's just, I mean, honestly, I don't think there was much engagement prior to the lockout. I, I think that, it, I think he was pretty clear all along that he's going to wait. So I don't know why you would. You don't want to okay, this is a good question right here. So the steak dinner bet that I mentioned earlier is between two of our friends, Beef Loaf and Josh Nelson. Okay. If the CBA is signed by Valentine's Day, Josh has to buy a steak dinner for Beef. If it's after, Beef has to buy a steak dinner for Josh. Beef Loaf wants to know what percent chance does he have of winning his steak dinner bet? So what is that, like three weeks two. out? Yeah, two, three weeks. Two, three. 
more bears questions in the chat. 20%. 20%. Because I think he could, I think he could get really screwed, and it could be like that week of. <laughs> I think it's going to happen on the fifteenth, just because. Yeah, yeah but, like it could be. I can yeah. see it happening the week of, like the fourteenth. <laughs> I, I definitely think it's going to be in that mid-February area. Mid-February. I'm rooting for you, Beef. I hope it happens before Valentine's Day. I I'll throw you at like forty-two point six. I'll say long shot, Beef. Sorry, bro. I don't oh, think no. this. I don't think this thing's getting done until late February. I think we're I think we're gonna get 154 games of baseball at the max. No. All right, so all of us, I mean, all of us are less than 50-50. So yeah. <laughs> but hey, not, not Beef love, lo- loves to bet on the long shots. And he's a Jets yeah, guy. He so. Bets on the Jets every week. Yeah. <laughs> but Beef, you tell me there's a chance. You guys got to live stream the dinner, at least part of it. The world <laughs> yeah. needs that content. It would be I hilarious hope- that when they're having the dinner, it it breaks. That would be all. <laughs> I would be really funny. I hope whoever wins the steak dinner too, like puts ketchup all over the steak too. Oh, what? And just just rubs it in like. That be no. Here, this is a perfect scenario right here. It's hopefully you guys don't go on February fourteenth. That's weird. <laughs> right. Well, that would be it's it's a couple they days. Have that. They have yeah. to go the fourteenth. It's a couple days after normalize it. February fourteenth, and the waiter or how is this going to work out? I want the waiter to be walking to the table with the check. And one of them thinking they have to pay. And then, like, as he's putting the check down, their phones blow up because the, the CBA has been signed. It has to be, like, February 13th. Like, Well, that's the thing. They have to wait until after the 14th, though. Yep. Fuck. Well, I'm sure the loser would be happy work. to do it during it the lunch work. hour because that would be less expensive. Right. That, too. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I want it to be, like, super dramatic, like something funny like that to happen. So. Could someone maybe hand them an envelope like the Oscars? And... Yeah, Beef, you're getting a lot of 50-50. Kerry said, fuck you, Beef, March 1st. That's his words, not mine. <laughs> um, it's true. I'm just saying, you got the one-away tourney coming up. You might want to take that into consideration. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I hope you, I hope you win. I Actually, really all know. three of us said, like, it's not going to happen. So, I, I mean, agree. You have I to agree. go against against the public here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> be a sharp. Be a sharp, Beef. Yeah. Don't be, be, a, be a sheep. Be a sharp. Mm-hmm. Points bet have a, a option to bet on this. Uh, we should. I mean, they're sponsored by Points bet too. Yeah, should, that's we right. We should we reach out. To... Sports bet Chicago. Put some odds on this bad boy. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. I'd actually bet it. I'm not going to tell you which way I bet it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, anybody else in the chat? You guys got any more questions? I got a couple more minutes for the sleeping pill I took before the show kicks in. There was a Bears question. Uh, Alex polls that, or guys, yay or nay? Sloppy steaks. Who is the oh, Bears' no. next equipment manager? Hopefully Adam Eaton. Um, I don't know. I like the Bears' new GM. Okay, better question. <laughs> what do you like about the move, George picking him up at the airport? In the Leatherman jacket, In with the, the Bears hat on, and a Bears mask, and orange like laces in his uh, Can't George, deny that George loves the Bears. <laughs> Just yeah. doesn't know. No I love how the Bears are like known for keeping everything under wraps. And Homeboy <laughs> shows up basically with a sign that says like, I am hey. the Bears GM. I, or I am the Bears owner. I'm picking up our new GM. Film us in the airport. And, I mean, I, I feel like they had, they had no choice to hire him because there's no way McCaskey was going to pay for a lift back to the airport. Well, first of all, or pick anybody this else up. So, I already did it. We're good. So ridiculously bush league. You're about to hire this dude as your new GM. You make him fly a commercial flight into O'Hare, and then you go and pick him up. 
probably in like a Toyota Prius or something like that. Row like, 27D yeah. on the airplane. Like you're a professional multi-million dollar sports organization. You have a jet. I guarantee it. Send the PJ to go pick up the new GM, dude. Uh, it's the Bears. Do they have a private jet? I don't know. You know, I feel like they're trying to actually appear that blue collarish too like the like we're such a mom and pop we're, we're we're still to our roots we don't even have these stupid limos we we're still driving our chrysler from 1987 uh, the old grocery getter and that's how we pick you up from the airport right. we got we got some rapid fire questions Not here good. um yes the answer carrie is yes jordan is it true if you don't use it you lose it absolutely um did jordan miller kill tupac yes we have video of that Mm-hmm. Um, who killed Tupac? Obviously, Jordan Miller and the man. Uh, has Jimmy, Limber, Jimmy Lambert been traded? He's too valuable. By the way, uh, speaking about Jimmy Lambert, Zoe, did you post on uh, White Sox Reddit the other day? No. Not that there was I know a post of. about uh, that included Jimmy Lambert that was like a, a trade, and the, uh, the title of the uh, Reddit post was uh, The White Sox Should Trade for Nick Madrigal. Was me. <laughs> I've washed my hands of that. I'm done with that. Um, who are the – who's the other – isn't it Caldwell right now? I think in Vegas, Caldwell's – like Caldwell or, or Quinn? Caldwell or Quinn, yeah. That sounds like those. And then what's the guy from um, the Colts? Those are the three. That guy would be great for – I kind of – I want that guy just because of his name because everyone's yeah. going to fuck it up. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> want Quinn because the rumor is if they bring Quinn, his offensive coordinator will be Mike Kafka who went to – St. Rita High School on the south side of Chicago. No, because I don't want that because you're not you're going to be biased, and if he, even when he has these, you're not you're not going to want to shit on him when he's running these like two yard slants on fourth yeah. and fifteen. And actually, like it's the greatest jet sweep I've ever seen. Curveball, I'm going to want to oh, shit man. on him because technically he learned from Coach Kuska, who's still the coach at Rita, and that asshole made me do a wall sit for 30 minutes because I said fucking class. Yeah. So, Kafka and Kuska? Kafka, Kuska? Kafka Kuska was Kuska? the coach. Kafka was the quarterback for Rita who played for Northwestern. Is he related but, to Chris Kafka, the uh, the uh, NBC Sports Chicago guy who does all the baseball stuff? I think it's a different spelling. No, yeah, it is a different spelling. Franz Kafka, the author? Kafka. Uh, but yeah, no, it'd be cool to see a Rita guy running the offense for the Bears. Uh, obviously, he has the pedigree. He's been Kansas City's quarterback coach now for two, three years, so he's worked directly with Mahomes. Um, but yeah, if he sucks, I'll be the first one to say it's Coach Kuska's fault because yeah, that asshole made me wobble him Rita minutes. Probably, yeah. And yeah, he used to make people pay for pencils. Like, if you were in his class and you forgot your pencil for a Scantron test, yes, we used to take Scantron tests. And you didn't have a number two pencil, he would make you pay for it. RIP to the number two pencil. I heard that all, like, uh, standardized tests are going, like, they're not going to be by hand anymore in a couple of years. That's a shame. That's a shame. Um, and then the other thing, you know, dude, Kuzka, this one kid, he charged him five bucks because he kept swearing in class. And the kid showed up with 500 pennies and then Kuzka made him wall sit and he put a desk in front of him while he was wall sitting and made him put all 500 pennies in stacks of 10. Oh my God. And he couldn't stop wall sitting. And that kid actually turned out to be a badass Marine. But yeah. Uh, Oh, here's a good one. Will Father's O make it back to the Elite Eight of the tournament? Now, Beef, I'm not here to criticize you, but it would be back to back to back. Just saying. Anyways. Oh. 
Anyways, I don't know. It depends, man, because am I going to be another underdog this year? Because last year I got absolutely shit on when they released the pre-tourney odds. Sammy P over there, the odds maker, was like, I don't even know who this guy is. No chance. Fuck off, dude. Better well, that's the thing. Are you going to be a higher seed or a, or a I can't be a higher seed. I was a one seed last year. Well, no. Okay. So, like, are they going to – well, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. Mm, I'd be I'd be cool sitting in like a four seed, like chilling. And that's I feel like when you're the one seed, you know, people are coming for that throne the whole time. But I don't know. One way tournament's great. If you don't know what we're talking about, I don't know what's how to even. It's like a NCAA tournament, but it's like on. It's Roy's, a popularity like, contest on Twitter between White Sox fans that some people take too seriously. That's a, also a good way to describe <laughs> it. But it does produce a ton of great content. Oh, oh it produces a lot of great content. People yeah. make Summer awesome of I still remember, I only know of Summer of George because of his that one year when he was making all those videos. Uh, yeah, Jerry's still out on his liver because <laughs> that dude was like beer bonging four locos at like eight in the morning. To but yeah, both times when I lost, the guy that beat me went on to win the tournament. Oh, well, you're the king. So maker. you're two. So I am the kingmaker. What was that movie with Jack Black? Good or, luck, Chuck, is where you are. Yeah, good luck. There was Dane Cook, not Jack Black. Dane Cook. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So basically, if you beat me in the one-way tourney, you should win. I actually, I'm good with just winning my bracket because then when it gets into the mix of things, you're so far into it, it's like, oof. But yeah, and no one was taking down Summer of George. That dude's an no. absolute tank, dude. Well, and better question: How far does Kevin get this year? Is Kevin in it this year? Ooh, I mean, he's got to be. He was in it last year. He'll, he'll probably be in that same grouping, right? You would think he's in it. He throws curveballs, man. This is his baby, dude. Like, he takes this very seriously, and I appreciate that. He puts a lot of time and effort into this. The only thing that ever pissed me off about it was that Sammy P just wiped <laughs> me off. Well, that, that's why you seat. won. That's why you got as far as you did. So you, you had that chip on your shoulder. Oh yeah, I just I changed my name to like disrespected once. You you need more like of it. That. You need more bulletin board material I heading into the tournament. I think I do. I thought Quinn was going to bring the Rams OC. Nobody knows. It's just all rumors right now. All rumors right now. But I heard. I heard. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, the old Rams OC. Uh, he's bringing Mike Martz back. So he's alive. <laughs> Blabby, Aunt Blabby. Uh, but yeah, uh, you guys got any more, any more brain busters? In the- <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many uh, bot accounts are you gonna buy? Oh, uh, I usually cap it at a thousand. Yeah, Did okay. you? You don't want to like go overboard. Yeah. Do you have a canvas know. budget? I don't know about canvas. Not I do canvas, have to start uh, cameo. I do have to start combing through cameo though. I don't want to do a White Sox player. I do want to find some, you know, and I'll reveal this little secret here. You know who I spent hours trying to find last year for the tournament? The AT&T guy that goes, I need a little TT, little Tom time, or whatever the hell is. <laughs> the White Sox commercial that played a billion times during the White Sox season, like two years ago. I try to find that guy. He's not on Cameo. He's not on the knockoff Cameo. I try to like reach out to his agency to see if he do a video for me, and I got no luck there. I was just trying to find. I think I got to find the. Hi, I'm Colleen from Saint Xavier Girl. <laughs> She's uh that commercial played every time. She's on Twitter. She like tweeted out. I love the fact that all these White Sox fans think I'm annoying because they play the commercial six times a game, but I don't know if she would get along because she's like super 
emo. Two words. Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, not, uh, that doesn't move the needle for me, bud. It's not about moving your needle. I don't think it'll get the. I honestly don't think it's going to move a lot of needle for what yeah. sucks. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it, that that's going to do what you think it's going to do, bud. Well, if you get the tournament, I, I, I want I, I already know. I already know what Kevin's cooking up. Kevin's cooking up that OJ uh, cameo. Won't be a cameo. Nobody Nick, loves the OJ more than Kevin. Nick Magical is on cameo now. Do you know Wait. that I wore that jersey? I wore that OJ jersey to go watch the game on Sunday. <laughs> how does he? How much does he charge? So, Let's see. Hold on. I'm, I'm gonna guess. Up. Actually, I have no frame of reference. I have no clue. Two hundred dollars. Oh, Nick Magical, Chicago Cubs. That's sad. <laughs> um. Oh, he's currently unavailable. It's probably because he hasn't done like a single. Or does he have a preview one or whatever? Uh, no. I don't think he's done one. That's why he's on. It says he responds in one day. He has seventeen people have liked his profile on here. Okay. Levar Ball's one hundred and forty bucks. No, he did one for um. Oh, he did. Somebody oh. got him. Oh yeah, Carrie got one from Madrigal. Okay. Maybe he just hasn't but, done one in a while. Jenny yep. Finch. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know who to get. If you guys got suggestions on who I should get a cameo for, that's not Chris Bryant's on here. Yeah, he's on there. Fitz, fuck it up, dude. I'm not paying 300 bucks for this shit. Oh, KV, man, that service time really was rough. I actually posted about that. Like, I'm not paying for that shit. That's like the first time I saw the Black Keys live. I saw the Black Keys at uh, a beer fest in Salt Lake for free. And then I got to go see them at a concert, and they were 150 bucks a ticket. That's too hard for me. Same with KB. I filmed that son of a gun on a multiple videos, multiple fake interviews that we did, like on the side of the dugout. I'm not paying for a cameo. Nope. The Island Boys. I'm an Island Boy. That's That's 300 bucks. He's available to chat. There's no. How are the Island Boys charging as much as KB? Uh, well, Mick Foley's only 130. Ooh. Diamond Dallas Page is 130. I can get the dude Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray for a hundo. You get Johnny Sack for 130. Who 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 were who were the wrestlers that like AJ was with when he was like Dude, a Gilbert Godfrey's 180 bucks. Fuck out of here. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Aldo. What? Do you remember when AJ was like he did like a couple like wrestling spots? Like he was like in a couple shows like in the early 2000s oh, or mid 2000s. Who was he yeah. with? Get those guys. Uh, like Tor- Torber, Jeff Torber, Barstool Carl's 24 bucks. <laughs> What about White Sox Dave? Does, is he on here? <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, this made me nice. I'm getting Riley Reed for mine this year, Carrie. Uh, Dave Williams, a.k.a. White Sox Dave. I'm glad he cleared that up. Um, he's Carrie, I know who you're talking about, Carrie. He's $20.99. $20.99. White Sox Dave? Yep. You need to pay White Sox Dave to throw it. Uh, He's not in it anymore. He's, he's not in it anymore? Well, that's no. right. He's a kid. He's kept dominating. He's, he's done, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Summer George said he's out, too. I don't know wow. if that's official, but he said he wanted to go out on top. George went. I can just walk to his house. So you should do a power move and be like, you know what, guys? I'm I'm, like, I'm out this year. I'm too popular. Just get the one scene <laughs> I, and be like, guys. Yeah, just be like, it, it's, not, it's not fair for, you know, some of the people I'm going to have to go up against. <laughs> uh, Master Shake. Chat, I hate to say this to the chat, but Gianna Michaels is not on cameo. I definitely know that. Lacey Duvall, yeah. Gianna got teenage though through some times. Uh, Gianna Michaels, the first one I remember. Riley Reed, 
Is Aaron Rodgers on it? He probably could charge too much. No, he's on that parlor version of Cameo. <laughs> yeah. So he's not Rodgers behind. isn't on here. Um, Blackjack McDowell's only 45 bucks. Ooh. That might be a good one. But I don't know about that. Is Hawk on there? Hawk Harrelson? Dude, if someone goes Hazzy's with me, I'll totally do the Island Boys. <laughs> I just can't justify 300 bucks for that. <laughs> Imagine explaining that to your wife, though. Yeah. Like, like, all right, just let me explain this. I spent $300. God damn, Drew Brees is 800 bucks. <laughs> oh, geez, not not enough uh, money from Sunday Night Football. Bruce Le- Buffer's $400. LeVar Brian, Brian Scalabrini at 100 bucks. LeVar Ball is 140 bucks. Dave Wanstead's $55. Ooh, The Office. Who's from The Office is on here? People love The Office. Well, the guy, Kevin Malone, that guy makes like a million dollars a year or something on it. Really? How much does he charge? 230 bucks for Kevin Malone. That dude, I saw a story. He makes a shit ton of money from just Cameo. Uh, Baby Cece, the kid that played Jim and Pam's daughter, no <laughs> one would know who you who it was, is 55 bucks. Get that. That'd be so random. Oh, John dude. Madden's on here. One of the random dudes. <laughs> what is Ghost? One of the random dudes that played one of the warehouse guys in the office is charging 110 bucks. Like, Jeez, where do these so people good. think? What is going on here? Do you think? Do you think those guys get group get the office groupies? Just like the back, the very oh, very totally background characters. People are like, "You're a hardcore fan, dude." Like, here's this dude that was in one episode for 200 bucks. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Is Jake from State Farm in here? Jake from State Farm. I don't know his real name. Maybe if I just search State Farm. Rolls one. What about Sasha Gray? Oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're bringing up some memories for Kevin yeah, there. Right? That got, ooh, that was <laughs> they got three hayes. Oh, uh, yeah, she's on here. Not an entourage fan? <laughs> No. Uh, Sasha, how much you cost, girl? Oh, she's unavailable right now. What about Chicago legend Lexi Bell? I love that you have these all off the top of your head. Um, <laughs> um there's Courtney Cummings. Hey, no Lexi Bell. Clever no name. Lexi Bell. Um, that means she's doing good. That means she's doing. I'm glad. Yep. She needs. She doesn't need to do cameo. Uh, there's a lot about of Kimmy wrestling. Kim? What's she up to? Who? Kimmy Kim. Johnny Sins. <laughs> Wait, you don't want that. Friday listeners, uh, if you're ever feeling lonely, look, look, these, look these names up. Yeah, all those give you guys a list right now. Are you kidding me? Evan Stone is only $30. <laughs> what about, what about uh, what's his name? J-Mac. Well, the nice thing, if you do... Uh, Johnny Sins is you can get like five people in one because he's been a doctor, a uh, teacher, a pilot, astronaut, army, astronaut, army. a or vet. Military. Yeah, yeah, he's a vet. Uh, Val Kilmer currently charges. Oh, he's unavailable too. Oh my God, does he not look good? Uh, he has a trach. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is talking out of his throat. Mm-hmm. Really what good. Adam Fall. He produced um on Hulu, I think. Oh, man, I can't even do this Phil Kimmer one, dude. That is just not that sad. Uh, who? Uh, it's just, uh, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> New and noteworthy. Uh, 
lot of barstool guys on here. Alex Bregman's 160 bucks. Oh, jeez, Gary. Um, what about your boy Altuve? I don't know a lot of these people, dude. Well, wait, read the names. It's probably just all TikTok stars. Yeah, they all say viral stars. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Well, that could be taken two different ways. There's a few viral stars from TikTok, and then there's actual just really uh, – they have yeah, a viral. Who's trending here? There's a trending category. Uh, don't know who any of these people are. So just, read, just read the names. Just read the names. Uh, Fly Soldier. Oh, that's one of the island boys. Oh, you can get one of the if, – so if you get the island boys together, it's 300 bucks. But if you just get one island boy, you can get them for 65 I think we're on to something Wow. Here. I think we're on to something wow. here, dude. It responds in 24 hours too. Do it, 65 so send a message right now. I want them. an island boy. Vote for him now, please. Yes, let's go. <laughs> 65 bucks. that's worth it. I'm going to bookmark that shit. Um, all right. Some of the trending ones, Heinz Ward is 500 bucks. Wes Bergman from MTV The Challenge, he's 80 bucks. Floyd, Medway, Floyd Mayweather's charging a cool grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oliver Hudson, don't know who he is, 110 bucks. Uh, Steve Downs, gaming voice actor, 110 bucks. Was I don't know. Sorry, sorry Jack. Guy? She's gone. She's gone, Jack. Can you tell me how to pronounce this one, Aldo? First name is Y-S-S-N. Last name is Nino. He's a rapper. He said Nino? I've never heard of him. 26 bucks. Yason? 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 Yason. I think it's Yason. Some dude named Duncan LaCroix. He's an actor in a show, I guess, called Outlander. 130 bucks. So you might be getting ripped off. Uh, Yemper says he's seeing Flight Soldier for 45 bucks. Yeah, that's the dude. Oh, 45. I got him at 65 bucks now. He's upcharging. <laughs> Listen, he knows. He knows. He knows that he just saw Come on this app. Come show me some love. I am happy and welcoming to show y'all some love too and give y'all shout outs. Yeah. I mean, he's got the cool tattoo in between his. He, <laughs> he, they okay, totally look like the, they look like the Angelica <laughs> dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, back, John Lovitz is 160 bucks. That might be worth it. I just want him to say, have you ever seen a White Sox Twitter account that can move and shake like this? <laughs> Beef's losing his mind, and Zoe's reaping the benefit. And then he's got to pull back the curtain real slow. Maybe it would be fun if he was on there, but he's not on there. Cause... Chuck Norris is 500 bucks. I mean, that's an instant you win those tournament, though. I don't think do, it's worth 500 Do you bucks. guys know how old Chuck Norris is? No. I think he's, he's like, a lot older than we all would think. I think he's in his 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, like Alice Cooper's 350 bucks. The Van Zandt brothers 81. are 150. 81. Always surprised by Chuck Norris's age. All right, let's wrap this up. But yeah, <laughs> and that was who should go get on cameo? Fly soldier, love it, maybe. Oh yeah, fly soldiers 
on he's he's a deal right now on cameo i gotta refresh my app <laughs> jumper just sent me a screenshot down from 60 to 45 bucks dude under 50 bucks how do you not do that i feel like i'd be that's i just gotta think of what i want him to say now it has to be like a full like song i yeah. mean a full oh, island boy 100 either starting the video or ending the video with zo's an island boy yes <laughs> But he, hey, wait, he's that, Cuban, right? He has to make a reference to all your Cuban players on yeah, the side. He's about as Cuban as I am fucking – I'm not even going to go down that road. But anyways, the only problem with having the Island Boy on there is like the 40 below demographic in White Sox Twitter will know what I'm talking about and think it's funny. That doesn't make up a majority though. White mm. Sox Twitter has got some old heads in there, which is fine. I'm all about it. but Maybe you do go get Gilbert. I'm John Lovitz for a buck fifties. I think John Lovitz is hilarious. John Lovitz, but, I think I think that actually that one does hit. Yeah, that hits uh, a lot of. Demos. And I really need him to just say something about moving and shaking like this. And he's got because <laughs> that is one of the funniest lines. Uh, oh my god, that cracks me up every time. Have right. have uh, White Sox Twitter? Are there any new babies? Are they going to be stealing shine from your? Oh, I'm going to be flexing the one year old. You got all it. videos. Don't be don't be above props. Oh no, the the one year old is going to be very involved in this. Be Macaulay Culkin's dad. Take no prisoners. You guys think I just bought him a White Sox hat for fun? <laughs> Come on. Although you are very frozen, by the way. Um, He's just deep in thought. It's thinking man's. He's thinking about who I should get for my cameo. Cameo's got a. How does Cameo not sponsor the one away tournament? Well, you know, evolution. My Sox summer, summer, you really need to get on this, dude. Like, I don't understand how the one away tournament is not brought to you by Cameo. What do you think, Aldo? Excellent, excellent. Awesome. Aldo, don't say anything if Nick Magical is the best player in this generation. Yeah, <laughs> I know you got sponsors, dude, and it's good beef. I'm glad you guys do, but like, I feel like this is like a big sponsor. You guys can, this is a low hanging fruit. You can never have too many sponsors. It's true, but yeah, John Lovitz is the center of the White Sox <laughs> Twitter Venn diagram. Is John Lovitz? I love it. Yes, I think that might be the play. But all right, for Fids and Aldo, I'm Zo. We'll see you guys. Well, depending, we'll come on next week if the CBA is good or something else happens. But if not, <laughs> we'll probably be back in two weeks. So, love you guys. Be good to each other. Stay warm, and we will talk to you then. You can tweet me cameo ideas too. If you see any hot deals on cameo, tweet them at me or cameo. We're on, we're on Craigslist. Ooh, maybe cameo should sponsor my 108 tournament journey. Ooh, I'm gonna talk to somebody. I know a guy. All right. We'll talk to you guys. Bye. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on a boy, yeah Every season, nigga, it all change Take me out to the bar game
This is what you're waiting for, yeah. This is what you're waiting for. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar, yeah. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar, yeah.